Today's May 11th, 2019. This is episode 106 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. Your host, Flatus and Shinder. And welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flat. It's with me. As always, Shin's not here. Uh, he is, uh, as we like to say, still still on sabbatical. <laughs> still on sabbatical. But, but with me, I have the person that uh, loves Ishgard the most. It's uh, safe from the Crucible. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> you love them so much. Oh, no. What I like is raising money for good charities. That's what I like. Yeah. But also saying nice things about Ishgard. No, I don't. Okay. What team are you sponsoring? (laughs) Okay. You know what? We have a section on our fucking schedule that we'll get to where we'll talk about this. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so with that being said, then, uh, did you know that Final Fantasy VII, they, uh, the remake, they dropped a hot sneak peek on a Thursday? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it totally makes sense that they do that. But I just want to point out that Final Fantasy VII is trash. The it's remake not. will doubtless also be garbage. I doubt that. And that's... Oh, no, it's going to be awful. It's going to be just as bad as Final Fantasy XV, except it's going to be even worse because it's going to be a fucking rehash of Final Fantasy VII, a game that I have heard and seen enough for 10 fucking lifetimes. I love Seven, and I'm excited. <laughs> so we have two different opinions on this. Pretty fucking starkly contrasting, yep. Oh, boy. Well, you know. The only good things about Seven will not be able to be put into this re. Well, by, which, by, by which I, of course, mean the really terrible cartoonish censorship of every single line of dialogue Bear ever has. I don't know. I, 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 who knows? We'll see. Listen, if they still have uh, Cloud Cross dressing. In the game, then it's perfect. It's they nailed it, one hundred percent, perfect game. Did you know that whole sequence was directed by the guy that then went on to direct Final Fantasy X too? That guy has got an affinity for dressing up. <laughs> God. Apparently, internally, they they all thought that it was really fucking weird, and they're like, "I don't, I don't know why you're putting this in here." And then they didn't give him anything of importance to do until much later. Oh my God, your fucking your fucking cup that you're drinking from yeah. is the same color as your green screen. That's it is so weird. I know. It's I can't help it. I'm sorry. It it holds my energy juice. If anything, I'm drinking the void. 
the void's delicious. Hey, by the way, do you know uh, uh what, what what month is it? What month is it? Is that yeah. what you're asking me? I am. I believe it's fuck you, it's May, isn't it? It is fuck you, it's May. <laughs> it is. Really, it's... it's. Fuck you, it's May. Oh my fucking god. I had that loaded from May last year. <laughs> Aren't you glad we're back? <laughs> I am glad we're back. That's some good ass shit posting. Uh, new audio Astroglide. Get the fuck out of here. There's no new audio Astroglide. There's only one. Everyone knows the people love me most. Mm, I don't know about that. I know about that. <laughs> So that's what your impression is of me, bold with lingering favor. Okay, so <laughs> we've we've addressed the Final Fantasy VII sneak peek. We I did. I think it's going to be hot garbage. Uh -huh. I think that there's not going to be any redeeming qualities of course. to it, to the entire thing, because the FF15 engine, the gameplay of 15 is garbage. The engine's not bad. I, seven's garbage. But if they can... But we don't. We haven't seen like actual combat. We've only seen what seems to be combat. You're right. We haven't seen actual combat. Look forward to seeing actual combat in 2029. <laughs> Fair. L listen, I'll give you that one. If I'm gonna give you any one, it's gonna be that one. All right. Uh, pressure to constantly update games is pushing the industry to a breaking point. Uh, which. I probably called years ago. I was like, maybe everybody should just calm down. Like, I don't know if, like, I, I, I agree with this. Like, I feel like, I, and I think if Shin was here tonight, he'd probably have something to say about people pushing developers to create more consistently. I don't think that's healthy. Like, we're asking people to not to have, we're asking essentially humans not to have a, a healthy home life balance so that we can play video games. I see you and I have a different perspective on that. <laughs> okay. Because, because my perspective on that is that it's not my fucking fault that the games I play are being made under sweatshop conditions, and it's the company that makes them's fault for hiring on, like, fucking film, film practices, where they hire a shit ton of contractors and then kick them out, like, work them half to death and then kick them out the door every single time you have a new project. That's bullshit. The, the, every single problem in the gaming industry, as far as that goes... I've found is all of it seems to stem from this kind of business idea that comes from the film industry stuff. And the difference is that the film industry now has unions. And maybe if the video game industry had fucking unions, they wouldn't have this problem as bad. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I agree that there needs to be something put in place for that. But there's also a demand from us, right? Like the gamers demand we want more. Um, like people complained about recently, they complained about the, um, uh, the, the, I don't know what the, the roadmap for, uh, apex and they're like, well, that's not enough content. And they're like, well, we're developing on a, a healthy schedule. And I mean, what, at what point where, and this is EA by the way, and they're like, we're backing up this schedule and the, and the players of the game are like the ones that are saying, Hey, we want more. So well, I want to point out that there's a lot of shitty people in the <laughs> gaming community 
as far as people that buy video games, but I personally feel that, for instance, in the Apex Legends case, there's a really fucking simple solution, and it's you make so much fucking money you should hire more people like for real though, like actually hire people and not these bullshit contract positions where people end up getting fucking fired after they relocated across the fucking country. Like the telltale bullshit. Like this is all a nightmare. And the only solution is to redistribute the fucking money they're pulling in because fucking EA man at the top of that fucking pyramid doesn't need his five million whatever the fuck to wipe his ass with every day when his employees are working 18 hours a fucking day for three months straight. I, I listen, I am not disagreeing with you, but I want to point out my boy, <laughs> my co-host in the chat said, if you, and, and periods after, if you keep supporting companies that overwork employees, you aren't helping. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sort of a it's a catch twenty two, right? Like it's that it's the it's the it's a two way street. Do I play Apex Legends? Yeah, I'll hop on with a couple of friends to play Apex Legends. That's fine. Am I gonna sit there and complain about the roadmap? No. I if they feel that's the the healthy release schedule for content, then I'm all for it. Am I one of those people that says, well, there's not enough content? Like there wasn't any like it, it's a first of all free game right like first of all it's a game that is absolutely free you don't have to pay anything going in you don't have to buy any of the bullshit you can just log in shoot some people log out wait so, apex legends is free absolutely yes shows how much i know it is absolutely a free game so it, it is it, it does it make money of course of course people are gonna buy like the coins and then like i want that character skins and all that but like you know i i get it like it's it's a shitty system it's just it's hard it's it's like just don't be dicks just can we not be dicks can we? i think that's a I think that's a fair assessment from everybody like this don't be a dick like companies don't be dicks we don't be dicks everybody don't be a dick i feel like for for what it's worth uh shin over there in chat if you're still listening he is i don't buy games that make i don't buy games that are made under that condition under those conditions to my knowledge and i also want to point out when you're talking about like when when you have companies saying stuff like there's all this pressure to release like i don't believe that it has to be there i don't believe that the situation is such that the money comes out that it has to be that way i think that it's what's happening when you have people at higher up in management that aren't splitting money correctly because the shareholder has to get this much fucking money or the company is a failure and that's why you have shit like like blizzard's a good example recently see- yeah well you can see night and day like it's it's even very different between western and eastern developers even like i don't get me wrong i'm not saying they don't have crunch in japan but like if you look at how they're making final fantasy shit that shit comes out whenever they feel it's done i don't believe that fucking 15 was made under crunch for the first eight years that it existed or didn't exist now i would buy it if you told me that they crunched the shit out of it at the last minute because they had to they brought a new director and he's like right we got to release this fucking game and it's bullshit i can buy that i can believe that but i mean it just it doesn't seem like or maybe it's just not broadcast as much because i know that the konami situation was really fucking nightmarish but it was just and konami konami had a great year last year for gaming 
But I feel like, at least in the money respect, there are a couple. Yeah, Konami made tons of money. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the money respect, at least there's like a couple companies where, like, as bad as it is, if Final Fantasy 15 didn't sell super great, mm-hmm. or if it underperformed, mm-hmm. like, Square Enix didn't sink into the fucking dirt and disappear. But you look at like BioWare. Why did everyone at BioWare leave? Why is it that Obsidian has more employees that are from the important era of BioWare than BioWare does? It's because when fucking Anthem fails, and it is and will, when that game fucking, that game's killing them. That game has killed them because they made one failure. That's That's what you get. And that's what you get when you get bought by EA. And again, that tells me when EA is making money hand over fist on all kinds of bullshit and they're still shoving things in harder, we got to fucking nickel and dime people even harder. And then they're also working their employees half to death. Like that's bullshit. That's fucking horseshit. And they shouldn't fucking stand for that. I don't think they are. I think I, I well, it's a person. And, and yet again, I like, like I said, I'm using the apex legends roadmap and then, EA backing them up and saying, listen, we're not, we're not, we're not going to change it. Like, we're not going to give you more. I, listen, I, I, it could be that EA, after all their bullshit, is finally saying, like, maybe we really do need to be, like, the, the leader in the industry standard. And that happens sometimes. Sometimes you say, we're, we've, we're, we have to write the ship. And where you start, you start making a stance on something. It sucks. Like, you, you're, they have to crawl themselves out of a cesspool. I get that. Like, I get EA's past. I do. But look at what's going on with Activision Blizzard right now. Like they're they're letting go of people. Like the it used to be the company that gamers wanted to work at, right? Like gamers looked up to Blizzard, uh, not so much Activision, but Blizzard itself. But now it's it's seen as one ent- entity, and it's a thing. It is absolutely a thing where people are like, man, a lot of people lost their jobs, and and like they put a lot of money into esports and didn't pan out, and they're they're not getting a return on their investment. And it, it listen at the end of the day, it, is it a business? Yes. Is is are people going to lose their jobs if money's not being made? Yes. Do I think people should be overworked? No. Um, do I think that us as gamers should be demanding of content? Absolutely not. I think what we get is like I mean, back, think about it. Back in the day, I got a cartridge, right? I bought a cartridge. All the content I got was on that cartridge. I didn't fucking like. I want more of this until fucking round two came out. <laughs> I mean, you know, we live in a we live in wild times where games can get updates and DLC and all this extra shit, and it's great. But I'm not going to sit there and badger people who are going to update the games. I will never badger the creator of uh, Terraria. He gives free updates to Terraria, and he still gives free updates to Terraria. And I have not paid him an extra dime for Terraria. And I mean, like, you can get that, and you can get people like, uh, oh, what's his name? The dude that does Door Fortress? Yeah. Who has been releasing this fucking free-ass game for... 15 years yeah it's about right it's one of the most it's one of the most crazy things i've ever seen someone put out mm-hmm. that dude's fucking what, what was it wasn't he didn't he literally say like because it's going on steam you know eventually it, it is yeah eventually have you seen the fucking store page for that by the way i know i can probably pull it up and take a look it's eta is interesting of course it is so um, why wouldn't it be but yeah, like that's that's a crazy person. Like like let's be serious though. That dude has a fucking that dude loves his fucking game. And mm-hmm. that's I mean, that's unhealthy once it hits a certain point. 
I, and I mean, sure. But... I think the problem is, I think the problem is people look at people like that and go, oh, well, that's like people on the outside look at people like that and go, oh, well, that's what everyone who makes video games is like, right? Like, no. I mean, to be fair, let's, I'm going to read the review from Wired, right? You've got to, you've got to play Dwarf Fortress to truly understand the madness of its creators and the end <laughs> of its biggest fans. It seems to be a tandem with Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> it seems to be like a, you know, one hand giveth, the other hand take sort of situation. Like, we're, I'm crazy, you're crazy for playing. Like, I've seen people play Dwarf Fortress. It, it's just as intricate and crazy on the other side as well. So. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's there. It's there. Uh, but, I mean, I think we could probably argue about this, and this maybe this deserves its own show. And I would, I would probably love to talk about this with also my... Uh, with my co-host, and you're welcome back for that episode because I know Shin has his opinions on this, and I think his are far more, you know. I think eloquent. his are probably far better informed and more <laughs> intelligent than anything I'm coming. Yeah, I, I'm coming from a guy that just has a lot of like gaming and reading about developing under his belt for gaming. Uh, Shin is actually a developer and, and, you know, not for gaming, but a developer and, 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 you know, you are a fan of gaming. So three different various views, of course, but yeah, you know, journalistic integrity, but we should move on. And I guess it's a good segue to talk about employees of companies, uh, with the 150 person riot employee walkout to protest force, uh, arbitration and sexist culture, uh, boy, yeah yeah fucking good for them yep i i have i i mean good absolutely great I, I, they should and you know what if something's gonna start a a a sort of union this is gonna be it oh for sure you know what i've always wondered mm-hmm. i i want to know are there like conversations that are had at fucking mountain resort rich people get away bullshits where there's uh-huh. people like you fucking idiots now they're unionizing and it's your fault like do you think there's anyone in that social sphere that's like looking at riot games and going you're ruining everything for all of us because you're sexist pieces of shit like i just i just want to believe that somehow somewhere someone whose opinion they have to actually give even a modicum of attention to is telling them they're fucking stupid I would love that. I I want to say yes. Like, it, <laughs> like I, I it, we can only assume, you know, as, as folk of not rich, <laughs> that they have these talks, right? Like, you don't it, it, think about like going back to early, um, early days of of industry, right? In in America, nobody wanted anyone to unionize. Because unionization meant that they'd have to give their employees fair wage. And that's why we have all these laws in, in, in our country about fair wage and, and, and giving people time off and, and right, right, right yeah, to pay. Yeah, because otherwise you get fucking children working themselves to death in coal mines. Exactly. So that should be enforced, you think, within gaming uh, companies as well. Like, you know, like I understand like projects need to get done and you get paid overtime. Like I get it. Like the, if they're going to offer the overtime and you're going to work it and you're going to get paid for it, then you're, then it's fair, right? Like it's a, it's a, it's a back and forth. I I'm a salary employee. So like when I work See, over my eight hours a day, not- I don't get paid extra for that. So, I mean, if they're salaried, then they're, they're getting fucked. 
it's not even that it's not even fair then because overtime shouldn't be fucking compulsive and like you have all kinds of things like i've heard people talk about working in montreal uh over at ubisoft or it's like well i mean can't legally tell you that you're fired if you don't work overtime but we are paying attention to who cares about the company and you know who cares enough to work 90 hours a week like that's bullshit that's fucked up it is <clears throat> shin and chat uh and just responding to feeney uh at some point unions can screw over members it's not something all oh, that applies to all fields and it, he's right uh like unions don't apply like like laborers tend to have more unions than like office workers do there's not many office workers that have unions but laborers bust their ass and to be fair i think that if you're you know like when i used to work for one company the the call center had a union which was rare but in the end when we got bought out we got offered better benefits and like the union folks were like well like we can't like they're just going to keep giving us the world then there's no point to the union it, it came to a point where, like, the company sort of started treating their employees better. There was no need for the union. Um, I, are there ways to to absolutely treat your employees better? That way they're not being forced to work. Or at least when they're working these conditions, they have still the ability to, to have a good home work life? Yeah, absolutely. Now, am I, the, am I running any of these companies? No. Uh, do I think that Riot... And, like to get off get off the subject of being treated fairly this is about sexism and arbitration uh nobody like nobody at any company should be treating anybody of uh, male female transgender i mean any any whatever you 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 classify yourself as like if you have a good idea if you're working you are just as valued as anybody else but in the case of riot you're not and that sucks because i know there's probably great Remember people that time? there uh-huh Remember that fucking music video that they made that blew up that everyone ever loved and it drew a whole bunch of attention to their dying ass fucking game. Yep. And they came out with a bunch of skins for their characters. And mm -hmm. the person who made what is without question the best looking skin in that entire fucking game, the Akali <laughs> one with the fucking glow paint and the mask and shit, yep. that super cool shit. She was like, hey, maybe don't be assholes to me. And they were like, hey, maybe find a job somewhere else. Fuck off. You got rid of the most talented person in your fucking company. They did. They absolutely did. And it's it's unfair. And it's uh, and listen, Riot put all their eggs in the basket, right? And their 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 basket was uh, like a Dota, or you know, or a a, a MOBA. And and it to it, now their the MOBAs are dying. MOBAs are dying because now the new hotness is Battle Royale games. And eventually the new thing will come out and Battle Royale games will start dying off. And it's, you know, but at the end of the day, regardless of whatever game you're making, your employees shouldn't be treated like shit. You don't tell somebody who made one of the best things ever in a long time that bumped not only the sales of your like sales of stuff in your game, but the popularity of your game. Like I remember a lot of people going back like, oh, shit, maybe I'll go back and reinstall League of Legends and start playing Le League LOL again because of that skin. Just based on her her art and her skin and the design of the characters, it's like something simple as that, just like this fake music video that does this thing and like like. You support her. You you put her up and say, "Listen, like, all right, yeah, you want more of this? Sure, absolutely." Like you like you don't get rid of her. It's fucking like 
Fucking, fucking do better, Riot. Jesus Christ. Just do better. Like, be better people. One thing that's really interesting to me, uh, according to at least the article that we were looking over before this, mm-hmm. is while, like, I have been hearing a lot of people talk about how Riot Games in general is just, like, a shit place to work and gets even worse the if you're not a man, basically. Mm-hmm. Um one thing that's really interesting to me is that the article notes that very specifically it's the COO that is the one person that's getting singled out as fucking why is this person such an asshole and still working here? Mm-hmm. And that's what really baffles me is because it seems to me like once it hits that point where you have a fuckload of your employees walking out and the big complaints they are citing, one of them is fuck this one person this one guy like at what point do you tell that guy to pack his fucking things and get the fuck out the, the really the question is is how much how much power does he like so see for for those you know coo is your chief operating officer and your chief operating officer is essentially like for me i'm a manager i have an area like i have a an, an, a district manager and then i have my, my boss answers the coo so like i'm just two steps away from like top tier, like upper management. Uh, soon safe. I will know uh, <clears throat> their chief operating officer. L- listen, this isn't the only time that that Riot had. And this is a Kotaku article. I know fuck Kotaku, but Kotaku specifically with this story, they broke all the stories at, at Riot. Initially, they broke the initial sexist uh, story at Riot. And the original lady that like broke the story uh, or gave the story to Kotaku, even said, like, she had a whole presentation to do, gave the presentation, it was not, like, nobody liked it, gave the same, word for word, same presentation to a male employee a week later, not like a month later, safe, a week later, did the same presentation word for word, and it was praised, and they went went through with it. What the fuck? Yes. And and he left and he had tears in his eyes because she said I and she she was crying and her male friend employee was crying because he's like, I can't believe that they liked it because I was a man. That's fucked up. That is not right. It's super fucked up. Fucking if you're playing League of Legends, stop playing League of Legends. That's going to be my first thing. Dude, like not even not even joking when I say this. You knew that I got back into league a while ago. This shit's I why I quit. Yeah. It's not fair. It is absolutely not fair. Like fuck. I feel bad that I even put time and fucking anything into that fucking game because holy shit. I mean, to, to be fair, like none, none of this came to light until recently. So you had no idea. Like you and and you I understand why you feel there's, bad. You're like, there's but, been rumblings that it's bad for a while, but I didn't know that it was like that bad. Actually bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know that it was like because, like, you know, there, you hear there's grumblings here and there about all kinds of things, and sometimes it's overblown, and sometimes it's not a big deal. And then that shit comes out, and it's like, holy fuck, so much worse than I even thought it could be. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean. We- I didn't put it on the news, but I mean, we can look at stuff that happens that like that all the time. And like, I'm not going to talk about it in depth, but pro Jared is a good example. Like guy went out and just like, Hey, I'm getting a white, uh, divorce with my wife. We hope it's amicable. I hope everything's fine. Not the case. And the guy's losing his whole career because he, you know, like, I mean, that shit happens all the time. Be in like, and, and like, maybe that's not the perfect example, but like shit like that happens. Like, Oh, okay. Well, like, it's one thing. 
and it's kind of like all right well they're just getting divorced but really it's deeper than really what it really is so yeah i mean like yeah shin's got a good example i mean the two guild wars two devs were fired over twitter comments a few months back they they were defending someone from shitty players yeah they were and they were fired and like i remember i remember that and even i even said like i think that arena net could have done better like there and i even remember on our show said that arena net could have done better and could have acted better towards their employees like that's a moment of teaching somebody like hey listen i know it's twitter i know it's your personal twitter but at least you know when you're dealing with our 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 player base our or i don't know how you want to like i know some people like don't like being called customers but customers you still have to have some sort of common sense and stuff like that. Like that's a teachable moment, not a fireable moment. Um, and I, I'm using jargon, <laughs> I guess. Like, like I would never fire my employee for backtalking a resident. Like, right? I like I get it's bad. I would probably give them a verbal, but that's what I would give them. Like, I would say, hey, listen, like you, I understand that. Like, make an apology. We'll be fine. Like, hey, it happens. We all have bad days, right? We all have days where we needed to like just go. But this is beyond bad day. This is beyond like this is just a COO who's an asshole who has an asshole tendencies, who does asshole things, and 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 has an an old style of management or th- worldview that it just hasn't existed for years, and it sucks. And, and I absolutely support all 150 people that walked out. Absolutely do not go back to work. I don't think, like, since their updates, I don't think anybody's gone back in, right? Like, it's still a walkout. Yeah, it's still a walkout from yeah. what I've seen. Yeah, don't go back in. Until he changes his ways or gets fired or whatever. Whatever this needs to happen here needs to happen. But it's that, and it's also, like, a big part of it is that apparently they internally were like, okay, we're going to fucking this is bullshit, we're going to fucking band together and do a class action lawsuit. And the defense that their higher-ups said, what their higher-ups said was, oh, well, you can't sue us as long as you're employees of this company. It's like, well, guess what you just did? You did not fix that problem. When, when you say you can't sue us while you're employed here, what people hear is not, I guess I'll just put up with your bullshit. That's guess, not what I you're telling people. I guess I'll quit. Guess I'll quit. Guess I'll quit. Uh, so, so we could go off on this for another two hours, and I mm-hmm. think that that's actually a good idea for a future show. Mm-hmm. But we should probably keep going, keep yeah. things going, because we yeah. have good news to talk about. We do have something. Like, actually good news. Yeah, something great to, to talk about. And it's like for a good cause. And we're going to talk about Minfinium Madness, which is, again, the second annual Minfinium Madness. It's not the first time, but this is the second time. Blitzball is coming back to Eorzea. Not only is it coming back to Eorzea, it's on Balmung, and yes, you can be watching it live if you're over in the Ruby Sea. Uh, they had the opening ceremonies tonight. Uh, I believe the Sea Chocobos won, if I remember correctly. At a first game. I'm going to say yes. That's it, still going. Opening ceremonies are still going. A lot of things are happening over there. Uh, so the Minfidian Madness is helping uh, a charity called To Write Love on. Uh, is it To Write Love on Her Arms? Her Arms, right? Am I correct on that? To Write Love on Her Arms. Yeah, yeah. because um, so all of us, all of the content creators across, uh, at least within the the podcast sphere, <laughs> are I've. Uh, have stepped up and and sponsored each of the teams. Uh, Maelstrom Radio is sponsoring the Black Abyss from Limza. Safe is uh, and the Crucible are sponsoring the, the Ishgard Eyes. I did not yeah, stutter. 
Ishgard eyes. <laughs> and Safe has nothing but nice things to say about Ishgard. I did not say that I would say nice things. That is not what I said. I will quote myself. I will say positive facts about Ishgard. I did not say nice things. <laughs> positive facts sounds like nice things. Was it you that said Ishgard <laughs> spelled differently as Dishrick? <laughs> Uh, no, Emmy came up with that. Which That's is fantastic. Because it means I can't use it. That's so good. Uh, real quick, just to let everyone know, the reason why uh, the reason why that's a big deal is I really feel that raising money for this charity is a good and noble purpose. And so, so that everyone who is listening to this is aware, I have made officially a deal that for every $10 that is raised in the name of the Ishgard Eyes, I will go on stream and I will read one positive fact about Ishgard. Mm -hmm. uh, we will link, absolutely, we will link the fundraising link to the Black Abyss on our website uh, with this episode. And we will make a separate post with the, the links to uh, just the general fundraising if you don't want to pick a team, if you just want to sponsor the Mimphenia Madness. This all started, uh, like, talking to Dylan. Uh, this start, started a lot behind, and she was inspired by uh, Here With Me, uh, the the many episodes we did about uh, mental health. And she found this charity and wanted to do something good, and she used Blitzball this year to sponsor To Ride Love On Her Arms. Um, <clears throat> so with that being said, uh, we we are in full support of this. This is a fun thing. I went to the, the pre-party the other night, the kickoff party, uh, on Balmung, it was a lot of fun. It's it's just a bunch of players coming together, playing Blitzball, and Blitzball is not in the game, so they're using random dice generators and and RPing, and this is all for a great cause. And I think every single one of you should go check it out. I will throw. Uh, there's not a general. I don't think there's a general general link, but I will throw the Black Abyss link in chat. Um, Uh, also, on behalf of the Ishgard Eyes, I would like to point out that we have raised $244 so far. Mm -hmm. uh, in total, and I believe $380 was raised. Uh, according to the link for the Ishgard Eyes, the overall funding for uh, Score for a Cause, which is our whole thing, is $653, hey. which means... Right around one third of all of the money we've raised has been raised by the fucking Ishgard eyes. But I, that's not to say that we from Limsa have not gone out and will not be supporting. We are actually, I, me, myself, will be streaming for this. And then Safe and I will have a Blood Bowl battle uh, with our respective teams. Uh, once we get the list of players and names, we will create Blood Bowl teams and have a Blood Bowl match. I have my list. <laughs> oh, do you have your list? I need to get, uh, well, I, I have much like list. the, much like the pirates, they're a little lackadaisical and beautiful. <laughs> but that's fine. I, I assume it's all the rum. <laughs> I assume it's all the rum. Uh, Black Abyss is the most metal team last year. We supported the Limsa Lemons of Bucks, which is the all-female team that rose up mutinied and took over the team but now the black abyss have risen from below to take down all so we'll see who wins this year uh 
I have faith that the Ishgard eyes will win because the because all things in life hate me and exist to cause me pain. And the better Ishgard does, the more fucking money gets pledged to them, the more I have to fucking read this bullshit that I'm and come up with them. I'm writing the facts myself. I hope you understand that. These are all for me. Oh, no, I'm, I'm aware. I'm the one who has to deal with this. I'm not getting these fed from other people. And when people come on my stream and toss shit into the chat, it mm -hmm. irritates me because it means I can't use them. It happens. Fucking dishrag. <laughs> dishrag is such a good one. Oh, Emmy. I'm never, I'm never going to be able to top dishrag. I know. It's like, holy shit, dishrag's great. <laughs> Final Fantasy. I'm going to drop that in there. Uh, all right. Speaking of Final Fantasy, the Yoshi uh, had written, and this is it hasn't done one in a long time, but he actually wrote a physical just producer letter. <laughs> uh, and, and with that producer letter, he put out uh, some some updates. Uh, I'm not going to go over all of them. Some of them was kind of already explained uh, already. Uh, he did some questionnaires with like Mr. Happy and he kind of went over some of this. So like he he goes on to explain why he picked uh you know physical range DPS and he said well we only had two that's obvious like people were expecting healer but they got a range DPS hey listen uh if you didn't know dancer is the only class now that can yeet a weapon so you've now learned officially what yeet means and that the dancer is the only one that can yeet a weapon <laughs> so that's that's literally not true uh, what other class can yeet a weapon. What the fuck you think warriors doing when they're getting aggro? They don't eat. What the fuck you think paladins doing when they're chuck when they're literally using shield law? Nah, they'll lose that on the twenty fourth. You know, <laughs> Bard doesn't eat a weapon. They use a bow to launch arrow. That's a launch. That's not a eat. Hey, what about ninja who throws daggers? Yeah, they'll lose that too. Uh, no, I see you in chat saying that bards eat. I disagree. I don't think a bow yeets. I don't think a gun yeets bullets. <laughs> Yeeting is something you do with your fucking arm and you throw. Holy shit, I don't think a gun yeets bullets. <laughs> Can we get a mod for Resident Evil uh, 2 where every time <laughs> we shoot it says yeet? Where, where, where's that fucking mod? Yeet! Oh <laughs> a doesn't yeet bullets. A bow's just a gun with effort. <laughs> Don't at me. Alright. Uh, I'm just going to touch base on some of these. Uh, the present balance between tanks and healers. Since we currently have four melee DPS jobs, we decided to hold off on developing another healer instead to, uh, to tank on a new tank. Tanks in Final Fantasy XIV are often utilized either as a main tank or off tank. However, we have currently added an odd number of tank jobs, so we felt that it'd be easier to balance them moving forward. Uh, he's gone on to say in, a, in a, one of the interviews that like Paladins and now he's assuming Gunbreakers will be used as the off tanks, and then Dark Knights and Warriors will be used as the main tanks. That's an interesting thing he said that because he knows the change is coming up. So <laughs> just point, I want to point that out. Uh, moreover, uh, since adding Astrologians, it's been harder to balance healing. Um, I, so wh what he's explaining here is that he wants to use this expansion to further balance the heat, the three healers before adding another healer. My, I can only guess at this point that in the next expansion, we'll actually get another healer added. 
and so that they can actually physically like just get you know work out the balancing with with between the three um which would be nice uh he goes on to touch base with the Vier and rothgar uh, genders and that you know he wanted to add two new races a beast-like race and the the, the viera since people wanted the viera um to be fair, he he goes on and explains that like you know there's going to be twelve variations, six races, two genders from each, to fourteen. Um, it doesn't mean I it, yet again he's not promising. He even goes he's like I won't promise, but it doesn't mean a no that like male Viera and female uh, Rothgar won't be a thing. Um, so I think it does make a whole lot of sense if you think about it that they're doing this. Like, I really do defend the decision to go like we're doing fucking <laughs> female Viera, male Rothgar. I yeah. I agree with that decision, honestly, so given the circumstances that they're describing. Because mm-hmm. we just came out of a topic where we're like, hey, maybe we shouldn't demand companies crunch the shit out of their teams. And we know FF14 has a relatively small team for the broad scope of the fucking game. And I just, I personally do feel that it's, it makes sense from the perspective of, because when they introduce a new race, one of the biggest things they have to do now is they have to modify every single piece of gear in the entire game to look correct, to look not terrible on the new race, right? Oh. And, oh. W- and when you add completely new things, that's a lot varied work, right? Like, it's not like with the male Aura and the male Elizin, you can kind of look at that and maybe go like, okay, well, you can kind of, there's some overlap here in these. But fucking Hrothgar doesn't look like it has a whole lot of overlap with anything except maybe Rugadin, and they don't stand the same way. They hunch over a lot more. So that's mm-hmm. like the same thing that would look fine on a Rugadin if you literally just texture swapped it. It'd be fucking clipping through the model and look terrible. It would. So, I feel like his logic is sound of, hey, people really want a beast-like race. We really wanted to make a beast-like race. People won't shut up about Viera and have been asking for Viera since before the fucking game came back. We need to add Viera. This is our option. We either don't add, like we, and when they say, like, we did what we think would please the most people, like, there you go. They did. That's, they're correct. Yeah, and that's that's the case with most MMOs. They're gonna they're gonna cover they're gonna they're gonna throw the blanket of happiness as, as, as to catch as much people as possible, or net the net of happiness, right? Because uh, you want to please as many people as possible, and you're gonna upset some, but you're gonna really happy make everybody happy. Now, I will say this: something, and then go back to one other thing. Um, there was a bonus he added to this letter. The development team is hard at work putting the finishing touches on uh, what we hope will be our greatest expansion yet. Solely but surely per, per, uh, we're preparing for the day that you'll finally be able to play Vier and Rothgar. Those new adventures are, are more than two months away, but until then, hold tight. But before I sign off, I thought I'd leave you with a taste of what I personally consider the strongest Rothgar and Viera. He left uh, with two pictures, and uh, the pictures are the Rothgar wearing head items something he said that wasn't going to be possible ah uh, yes you remember in the tokyo fan festival keynote i mentioned that due to our special design of rothgarn viera heads uh equipped headgear will not display glasses and so forth would not display at first but af- uh, seeing as many people called for us to do something anything to address this at uh after the announcement the character team took it upon themselves to use their spare moments to make it possible without telling me more than 540 such items were carefully modified by our design so that they would display correctly 
on our new face models slash salute. That is that is something where Yoshi P was like, hey, we don't have the team. I, you know, we don't I don't want to put my pe- people in crunch. But the team themselves, the development team themselves, the people who took like the, the character team said, we want our players to be happy and took it upon themselves to do that. I think that is so fucking commendable and that's great. And I think that is so great that they care about our community, like the Final Fantasy 14 community that much that they took the time to to make it happen. Um, that is amazing. Like that is truly, truly amazing. Um, and uh, like, it's 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 commendable. It's it deserves a salute. Like next time at a fan fest, if they have any of those people there, like just give them the biggest cheer because that that that's a lot of work. That took time, and that was their personal time. I'm sure. And that's a lot of love to give. Mm-hmm. Like that's. That's something that's relatively in the grand scheme of everything that must get done as a fucking expansion that is probably, I mean, I don't think it's, I think it's safe to say that with any MMO, every new expansion should feel like a make or break moment because one bad expansion can fucking murder an MMO. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think it's really telling that they care that much that out of all of the time that they're doubtlessly having to put into all of that stuff, they... Like they're out here like, hey, you want to have these fucking dapper looking Ronzo? You want to have these dapper looking fucking Vieira? Like, can I just say too, because they included the two screenshots in that post. Uh, those are they made the right choice on oh, yeah. what specific eyewear to go with too. Like those oh, sure those did. are fantastic outfits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they they killed it. Like they've like put and it, to for us. That could be new gear. Like that doesn't look like old school gear at all. That looks like a very that could be new Paladin AF gear that we're looking at on the Viera. And I, I'm not showing my screen. I'm sorry. I just like we're, we're we're back. I'm not. I thought I thought that the uh, Hrothgar top is the um. It's possible. It's the old casting. I thought is it's it? the old casting gear from fucking Heaven's Word. Maybe. Uh, what's it? I it's can't remember mock. the name of it. It's not Maki. That's definitely not Maki here. No, no. It's the top that comes with the uh, hat. That's the top hat with the mask. The that set? Yeah, the, the, plague Do- the Plague Doctor set? Uh, maybe. If somebody wants to... If somebody, anybody has the Plague Doctor set, link it to us. Is it the Plague Doctor? Uh, Feeny, Feeny for sure probably knows. Feeny says it's the Plague Doctor's coat. Yeah, but, you know, that could be the Heaven's Word. Yeah, that, that could be the Paladin AF gear for maybe Heaven's Word then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I recognize that. Uh, paladin armor also but like man they made a great choice in what to fucking show off oh yeah uh that those screenshots on their own got me way more hype than those trailers ever did because like yeah i don't don't know know about you i know why i know why uh because at least in my case i know why it is for me it's because this shows personality it does and the and the trailers showed Nothing. This is what the models look like. Yep. And to be fair, th- those are things they have to get done for FanFest. So, like, the, like they have to make a video, make it sh- you know, flashy, but, like, you might not get to show a lot of, like, emotion. So, th- yeah, this is I, a little bit I more. Yeah, and I get that. Yeah. And I get that, but this is the first time I've seen something that makes it, like, hey, look, a Rothgar, that's a person. Mm-hmm. Giving you the fuck eyes through those fucking... <laughs> the fuck <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to touch on the addendum on adding younger looking playable characters. I didn't know this was a thing until I read this. (laughs) 
I'm yeah, just I'm gonna read people. it. I'm just gonna read it and leave it out there. All right. Among some of the feedback we received for requests of playable characters that resembled young boys and girls. Unfortunately, this is one of the requests we cannot consider for ethical reasons. Thank you. Thank you, Yoshi P. <laughs> With ver- every passing year, the debate surrounding moral and ethical reasons in games grows more intense, and we do not want to present children in battle or in pain. That is, this is the most uh, and posing such characters sexually or taking screenshots and so forth of expresses. <laughs> expressly forbidden he sees what we do with fucking lollipills that <laughs> he knows he knows what's going on in any event regardless of, hey he knows uh in any regardless of what our play and lollipills are just midgets so <laughs> in any event regardless of what our players did or did not intend to do the fact remains that if we review the board we were uh, evaluate such content and determine it was unacceptable uh we would be forced to suspend final fantasy 14 services and we ask that you keep these factors in mind as we strive to the abide by the changing standards of the times I completely agree with this. I think that um, it's not, I agree. It's like, not only is it like violence against children, the thing, but it's also like the, it, listen, whatever, I'm not here to judge what the fuck you do in G pose with the other players. Like, I don't care, but he's got a point. <laughs> so, I mean, I, kudos Yoshi P. That's a, that's, this is the most, this is the best way he could have done this answer. And the smartest way you can this answer, like it's pain and it's sexually, and then we can't do it. We're just not going to do it. Smartest answer you can give. I, I commend him. So uh, one other thing that I really like about mm-hmm. that too is that mm-hmm. if you think about it, um, on top of everything else, there's also that because um, he's describing like we don't want to portray the characters as being in like pain. Um, <laughs> do you know like there's a lot of dialogue in that game that would get exceedingly uncomfortable if you were playing as a kid oh like, yeah look back on everything that ever happens with Harshafon ever mm-hmm. and now you're 12 Mm-mm. don't like that don't like that don't like that nope nope right out of there I, like imagine that Rothgar giving you that look on your child I don't like that it's not comfortable at all that would be bad that yeah be bad. I'm giving you the fuck eyes <laughs> Ah, the fuck eyes. Don't like, don't like that at all. All right, uh, that's pretty much it. I'm gonna go ahead. We got a few minutes left in the show. I'm gonna talk a little bit about Maelstrom Radio, uh, and and where we're at. Uh, Maelstrom Radio isn't gone. Like we're we're clearly we're here. We're doing an episode tonight. Uh, but Shin's not back yet. But uh, going forward, if we're doing a show, um, it'll be. You know, it all be talked about. Like Shin's still behind the scenes. He's very much he he's my he's my co-host and my partner and my best friend. And um, just because I am ready to be back here, because I you know I'm I did my therapy and I still go to therapy and I, I'm mentally to be here. Um, he's not, and I you know and I respect that. Um, but like just like he's hanging out in chat, he can he there's a there's a point where he can be here. And uh, so, you know, I, I support his choice and his decisions, and I want him to be 100% when he's back next to me on the screen. Um, so, but it doesn't mean that we're not going to stream here and, and play video games and, and talk the news, and but everything will be discussed, and uh, he'll still he's still a producer, so he's not not here. He's just not here, if that makes any sense. Um and everybody loves Shin. Like as much like there's people on our Discord that like shouted out because they miss Shin, and and people in chat today were talking to Shin and and miss Shin. Um, 
and uh, and I miss him too. So it's everybody. We all love you, buddy. Um, the the show here with me uh, isn't going to necessarily stop. I've thought about this, and I've I've had people um, ask me to do more episodes and ask me to be a part of those episodes. My the guy next to me on this episode has asked me to do an episode with him. Um, we are going to discuss amongst uh, myself and Dylan and Shin how we want to handle that. Um, if we want to take it to Patreon, that's uh, as a Patreon exclusive. Since we don't have a Patreon, we have a we we don't have a Patreon yet. We have a Patreon, but it's not set up for anything. Um, so don't give us money. <laughs> we have nothing there to offer you. Um, so we haven't decided like how we want to handle that yet and how we want to handle that show. Um, but it's been, if you have not listened to it, go listen to them here with me. It's, it's, you listen to some of your favorite, um, content creators like Wanderer and Sarah from Phoenix Down Radio. And Wanderer, of course, is from A Stage You're Born. Uh, Paul Metal from Moog Around. If you've not touched base with that show, um, there's been a lot of, a lot of amazing stuff done with that show. Um, it's, uh, it's part of the reason what happened now. <laughs> Everybody loves you, Shin. <laughs> Everybody loves Shin. Everybody loves Shin. Um, it's true. It's, it really is. Everybody, we miss you, buddy. We all miss you. Um, and, and so I, I want to take a moment just to thank him, like personally thank him for doing this with me because it is super draining on him uh personally super draining on him um because he's not a like you know anxiety's a bitch <laughs> like uh shin is on a self-imposed break he is uh and uh but he wants to be on front of, like for him to tell me like hey i want to be in front of the camera it means a lot because i know he wants to be a part of this just as much as i do um, so we enjoy doing this. It's just, you know, we, we had to get our noggins right. And mine, mine is good now. I, I, I had breakthroughs and all sorts of talks and I'm in a good place. Uh, so we, we will, uh, discuss how we want to come back and, and, and times and the show and locking it in. And it might be a little sporadic for now, if it is, <laughs> Uh, Shin's in chat saying so Shin's on the self-imposed break because he's a hypocrite uh, not seen a therapist yet since moving to LA and if even I have to fly to LA and drag his ass to a therapist I will I have people moving to LA now <laughs> so I will find him uh, so with that being said we're coming up on the end of the show I, I want to say thank you all so so much uh, for supporting us and, and, and being a part of things and I will be streaming uh, for Memphenia Madness. I don't know what I'll be streaming. Games of some sort. I'll play whatever that. As long as I'll just play whatever I want. Feeling. I, I want to play a lot of Blood Bowl too with you. Yeah, I, that's a great game. Uh, I I got I got a golf game on my PS4, which I'm assuming is from the makers of Hot Shots Golf. Uh, and I like that game. I like a good golf game. I've been playing a lot of mini golf uh, late at night with uh, some of our FC members. Uh, uh, yeah, if you're still interested in joining the FC, we're over on uh, we're over on Greg. Still, we're on Gilgamesh. Still called Umbra. Uh, you can't miss us. We're uh, we're we're having fun over there. It's a lot of a lot of stuff going on over there. So, yeah, Maythorn in chat. Maythorn's my uh, Maythorn's my mini golf buddy. So, 
can I can I do three real quick shout outs before we of, end this? Absolutely. I want you to 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 share all your stuff. Okay, okay. So three really quick shout outs. First off, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is on Steam now. Uh, oh, get shit. it. Get 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 Kiwami one and then fucking well get zero and then Kiwami one and then Kiwami two. Oh my god, you will not regret it. They're some of the best games to ever be made ever. I, th- I think they gave Yakuza's, me Yakuza's my I was gonna say I think I got Yakuza Zero and Kiwami in the humble bump. I think I think I got one of them at least. I'll check on that. They are. It is my absolute favorite video game series of all time, forever. Uh, second thing I want to do real quick. Um, I have found that much to my joy, Disgaea Five is great. Uh, I don't necessarily think most people would like it, but it's everything I wanted. Um, oh, and you know what? Instead of the other thing I was going to say, uh, go watch Unraveled tomorrow because Brian David Gilbert is the greatest and the best, and I am deeply in love with him, and he will never know, which is a shame. <laughs> I mean, um, we could tweet it out, Adam. If you probably shouldn't, because it sound really creepy. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. <laughs> I I heavily admire him as an artist. There you go. That's a better tweet. <laughs> and I want to, and I I just want to see his hair because his haircut is incredible and amazing, mm-hmm. and he clearly spends a lot of time making it look that way. And I'm just really really impressed. But the actual thing I was going to say is I just got a sketch back from an artist for a commission and fucking. Check out Bean Snake. They are rad as fuck. I'll post that link in the um, fucking. T- I'll post that link in the chat here. It, is it? Is it? Is it one of those commissions that goes on that s- supposed hard drive? <laughs> no, actually, I oh, okay. will be uh, posting this one publicly once it's done. <laughs> okay, all right, good. Well, <laughs> you can find us here. Uh, I don't know when. Uh, we'll we'll hammer in something. Uh, but you can also catch our show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also listen to Here With Me on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher right on our feed. It's the same Maelstrom Radio feed, so you can listen to those episodes. Uh, we still have my episode, which is the last episode of the mini series until we discuss the future plans of Here With Me. Um, and my, mine is a two-parter. Uh, I very much go in the first half of what happened to me. And then the second part is where I'm at. <laughs> so very dark, very light. So it's going to be a two-part episode. Uh, you can reach, uh, find us on our blog at maelstromradio.com. You can, that's where you can also find our mail, our, our Twitch links, uh, which is twitch.tv forward slash maelstrom radio, which is also our Twitter link at maelstrom underscore radio, which is also our Facebook is maelstrom radio. Uh, and then you can email us at show at maelstromradio.com. Uh, if you want to send us uh, any news or updates, things going on in your life, gaming stuff, uh, gaming deals, send us that stuff. We haven't done a gaming deal. Maybe I'll post that. We we just stay up on that. Um, we we miss you all. We miss you. We want to give, give you all a hug if we could. Maybe. But that being said, uh, you know, say if you want to say goodbye to everybody. I'll see you all on the next episode of Maelstrom Radio, which I will <laughs> surely be on. Something like that, maybe. I, I won't confirm or deny that. No, we don't know who will be here. It might be Shin. We never know. 
You know what? I refuse to accept any co-host to replace me other than Shin. <laughs> Thank you, Feedy, for the one bit. <laughs> <laughs> the second segment of we will never talk about this in the future. It's <laughs> probably right. All right, let's uh, let me go ahead and mute safe and do one of these. I want to thank you all for joining us for episode 106 of Maelstrom Radio. Uh, thank you for everyone that hung out. Like, man, y'all came out tonight in full force. I love it. Thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, Safe from the Crucible for hanging out with me. Thank you to everybody in chat. Thank you to my co-host Shin Monitoring and 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 giving his thoughts uh, with today's news. Uh, you know, we love you all. So I kicked it a little bit old school. I kept it with the old school, of course. Till C swallows all. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash soda. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are of those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.